Welcome to the Emerging Temple broadcast. I am Michael Obeyer. I will be your guide for the rest of this broadcast. At Emerging Temple, we seek to analyze current events within the context of God's plan for mankind, in which he intends, at the end of time, to raise up a people who will rule with him. Before I go any further, I want to encourage you to like our page, to subscribe to our channel, and if there is a notification bell icon, I would like you to hit that bell so you can be notified anytime we upload new videos. I want to encourage you to like this page so that we can develop the number of likes that we have so that we can come up in the rankings because we have a message that is critical for this hour and this time. So thank you so much for those of you who are already doing so. If you'd like to support our ministry, you can visit our website at templeoftruth.us. That's www.templeoftruth.us. Or you can go to patreon.com and look for our handle, Emerging Temple. All right. He was called the son of David, but he existed long before David ever existed. David was a type of Jesus Christ. King Saul was a type of the old church system. I don't want to go into that, but I, let me just pause here. I don't want to take too much of our time. Does somebody have something you want to say, contribute, question? Go ahead. I sense somebody has something you want to say, but just feel free. Go ahead. I guess my question is to know when God is talking to you and um, how do you recognize the voice of God and not your own, your own um, voice, basically, or what you want to do? Okay, does somebody want to answer that question for her, please? I, I don't know. I can answer it or someone else can answer it. Um, to me, that knowing the, um, the scriptures, that whatever a voice, whenever a voice is speaking to you in your head, you have to match what is being said. Does that line up with the scriptures? That lines up with the scriptures then that most likely is the, the voice of God. But um, more than that, I remember a specific time when I heard a voice tell me to do something that seemed to be ridiculous. In the Bible, a lot of times, God was telling the saints to do things that just sounded absolutely ridiculous. And so I argued with that voice that that was ridiculous and didn't do it and ended up getting into a car accident. And after that, whenever I've heard that specific voice, I know that that's the voice of God. So I don't know if that helps you at all. That's very good that you said it's, it's, it's based for you, based on what you know about scripture, whatever you hear in your mind, if it aligns with scripture, it's most likely God speaking to you. If it doesn't, then it isn't God. That's what Jesus did when Satan tried to tempt him. Jesus would always come back at Satan with a scripture. 
Yes. But the first thing to do is to go to the book of James. Let's go to the book of James and let's look for where he says, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask God. Let's, let's look for that. Book of James. Hang on a second. What chapter? I'm looking it up. Okay. James 1, verse 5. Okay, good. Okay, James chapter 1, verse 5. Yes. Okay. Amen. 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 If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. Continue. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he should receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. All right. Can you read it again? Everything you just read, please. Let's all listen to it. Amen. Amen. If if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, not wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he should receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Okay, Bella, can you read it in your version? Sure. Amen. If any man, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Now, do you notice that the Bible is just telling you, says, basically what, the, what James is saying there is, there's one thing you can ask for and he guarantees you that you will get it. Do you know that's the only thing guaranteed in the Bible that you can ask God for and you will get Wisdom. it? Wisdom. It's so guaranteed that James says, if you actually don't believe you're going to get it, you're a double-minded person and you'll never get anything from God. Do you remember King Solomon? Mm -hmm. When he became king, 
God came to him and said, ask me anything you want. And King Solomon asked for what? Wisdom. There you go. And God was so excited. I was like, oh my God. Man, Solomon, you're a cool guy. You're not only going to have that, you're going to get tons and tons of money from me and I'm going to give you a thousand wives. <laughs> that was a good thing you know. He regretted that. He, he regretted that last part. He said, "Oh God, you gave me trouble." <laughs> all right, all right. So, uh, Abele, all you have to do to know is to ask. Do you understand? So, in other words, how do I know the voice of God? One thing about now. Uh, Okay, let me let me connect it. Let me connect it before I talk, please. Um, can somebody search the same book of James and type type in the word sensual? S e n the book of James sensual. S e n s u a l. It's King James. Sensual, sensual wisdom, if you want. James 3.15. All right, so let's, let's see if we can read that. So, amen. Amen. This, this wisdom Amen. does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. Okay, so let's keep going. For keep where going. envy and self-seeking exists, confusion and everything, every evil thing are there. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. So I think it's okay. in heavenly versus okay. demonic wisdom. Okay, so you see that there's a distinction mm -hmm. between earthly knowledge and heavenly knowledge, earthly wisdom and heavenly wisdom, right? Right. Oh yeah, I think if we start at verse 13, it would be better. Yeah. Okay, sure, sure. I'm not looking at mine, so mm. I'm, I'm depending on you guys to correct me, please. That, that's good, Dr. K. Okay, Go ahead. So from, from verse 13, he says, who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. 
Now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Amen. Amen. So to get wisdom, just ask for it. And the unique thing about the wisdom of God is that it is peaceful. It is not sensual. Okay. It does not cause you to be boastful, et cetera, et cetera. Right? Right. Good. So it goes to answer your question. How do I know that it is God speaking to me? You ask God, is this you speaking to me? It's as simple as that. Now, what James warned you, he says, if you doubt that God is going to answer that, that particular prayer, something's wrong with you. Now, he's never said that about any other prayer. Just the prayer for wisdom. I hope you guys noticed that. Yes. People pray for healing, okay? And they sometimes doubt. That doesn't mean they won't get the healing. Okay? But if you pray for wisdom and you doubt, don't imagine that you'll ever get anything from God. Okay? Everybody there? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I thought maybe I put everybody to sleep. <laughs> okay, let me just stop there. That's my way of answering. That's my way of answering your um, question. Amen. 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 Does somebody else have something you want to say, or does, or do you have, do you have even more you want to talk about? I just think that, like I said, over time, the more that you are in conversation with God and talk to him about things that um, it takes time, but over time you'll get to recognize his voice. Yes. You just, there's so much happening in the world today. And, you know, I want to ask God questions about, is it okay to one, go take a vaccine or, you know, the other questions. And I don't know if I'm listening to the right answer in my head. I think, um... We had that question yesterday because the Native Americans, um, uh, not even 50% have gotten their vaccines and they're right there at their clinics. They will go pick you up and take you to get them. If you're an elder or kids from 12 to 16, they'll pick them up. And, um, you know, they start telling us all these reasons why they don't want the vaccines. And... I think whether it's the vaccines or anything else, there are things that that are the, in our life. We have to answer those questions. We have to ask, to me, you have to ask for your peace in God. But at the same time, I think sometimes God gives us an answer and we want to fight with God about it. 
and and to me, it, you know, one of my friends is not going to get the vaccine because someone told her that someone told them that they read something. And I said, go to the CDC and read it. This is an educated woman. She, you know, and she works in, in the courts. She, she, you know, there's no excuse for her with, with the things she said. And um, I said to her, you know, I, all I can do is pray for you. You're going to have to make your own decision. But um, I hear too much of what she had to say. And, and I think no matter what your question is, people, people, they ask God, well, God, what is the answer? And then God says, well, this is the answer. And they say, oh, no, because, you know, the guy in the corner said whatever. And he said he read it on this, uh, you know, Twitter thing or something. <laughs> Please, you know, and 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 I think that's one of the things is you have to sit down with God yourself and and you know get that answer for yourself. And I think that's one of the reasons to me to pray about things, um, to go to God about things because when you are used to going to God and getting the right answers and following the right answers, then when it's something really big and you go to God, you're not going to start arguing with them. And and sometimes I get answers from God and I think, I can't possibly do that. And yet it is the right answer. And um, I think that that's a hard part for all of us is to get ourselves to that place and I don't, I don't know the answer of how you get yourself to that place some ladies asked me that one day how do you get to that place why are you always so calm well I looked back and I said well for one thing I was a police dispatcher you can't start screaming every time anybody calls on the phone oh my god oh my god you can't do that <laughs> and I worked in an emergency room you, you can't every time the ambulance doors open you can't go start running around going oh you know you have to be calm so my job made me calm for one thing and I raised little boys and way early I said to God um you know they are not like me I don't call I don't climb 40 foot trees and think it's fun to grab the branches on the way down they did and he said and you know I said to them didn't you think you could fall from those trees? And they said, oh, yeah, that's the fun part. You grab on the branches on the way down. And I cannot think of that. I I don't think that would be a fun day for me. But, you know, I think it's something over my life that's helped me work with um, young people. Is Because a lot of times young people do things and they sit there, why would you be so stupid as to do something like that? And yet I realized, they they don't see that what if the branch breaks and you fall the 40 feet all the way to the ground and you know I noticed that neither one of my sons now climbs up pine trees and swings around on the top of them <laughs> but you know so they get over it but you know I think there's just things in life that help you come to your faith in God and and I think my 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 point is is that sometimes we get really um, upset about someone else. Maybe we need to pay it for them to get some wisdom. 
and um, and then just say, you know what? If God gives them wisdom and they don't accept it, there's not a lot I can do to them. I, you know, I can't I can't walk around with them hand, handcuffed to my wrist or something. And um, I think I think that's a big question for me always um, is how somebody. You know, you see somebody and they're so, they're so stressed and so upset and so everything. And, you know, I tell, I tell them, I know you, you know, I know you probably get tired of it, but if you go to God and pray, you'll find the answers. And, but I think sometimes people don't want the answers. It's like, but if God gave me the answers, then I'll have to do the thing that I don't want to do. I, like if he said, you're fat, get on a diet. People will say, oh, um, no, I can't do that. And and yet one of my friends, that's exactly what she did. She went to God and said, I need to get, I need to lose weight. I don't want to retire fat. And God gave her an answer and she stuck to it. And she, you know, she had always told everybody, oh, I don't, I, I can't lose weight. Well, now she said she can lose weight and God will help her. And she has, and I think that's the part that we don't, sometimes we don't like to hear that answer. Like, why do I get shot by the police? Well, you know what? If you were at choir practice, hopefully you wouldn't get shot by the police at choir practice. But you know, when you're out, in the streets at two o'clock in the morning, running around with a bunch of people that are gangsters and criminals. And, you know, um, you get into it and is it right for them to get shot? I don't know, but you know what? I know that I'm not out there getting shot if I'm at choir practice. But sometimes well, we have to make those choices. Well, I think that- And I told my sons that straight out when they turned about 12 years old. Well, you, you know, know if you, you know, I think if we look at scripture, we have to remember one thing, that God speaks to each of us and has a plan for each of us for our lives. And what may be good for you, what he may tell you to do, Liz, may not be the same thing that he tells a belly to do or what he tells me to do or what he tells mom to do or what um, he tells brother Mike to do. So if we look at um, um, Romans chapter 14, looking at starting at verse five and going from verse five to verse 10, that um, here it's talk, it's not talking exactly about what Abeli is saying, but the question was, what days should we honor? You know, what days are holy, what days should we keep as holy or special? And, um, you know, because there's a lot of people that had a lot of disagreement about that. And here in Romans chapter 14, verses 5 through 10, it says, One man esteemeth one day above another, another esteemeth every day of life. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. He that regardeth the day regardeth it unto the Lord. And he that regardeth not the day, to the Lord he doth not regard it. He that eateth, eateth to the Lord, for he, give God, he gives God thanks. And he that eats not, to the Lord he eats not, and gives thanks to God. For none of us lives to himself, 
and no man dies to himself. For whether we live, we live unto the Lord, and whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live, therefore, or die, we are the Lord's. For to this end, Christ both, but this, for to this end, Christ both died and rose and revived, that he might be Lord both of the dead and the living. But why do you judge your brother? Or why do you set at naught your brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. For it is written, as I live, said the Lord, every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall confess to God. So then every one of us shall give account of himself to God. Let us not therefore judge one another anymore, but judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block or any occasion to fall in his brother. I know and am persuaded by the Lord Jesus that there is nothing unclean of itself, but to him that esteemeth anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. But if thy brother be grieved with thy meat, now walkest not thou charitably. Destroy not him with thy meat for whom Christ died. Let then not your good be evil spoken of. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. For he that in these things serves Christ is acceptable to God and approved of men. Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace and things wherewith one may edify another. So basically, we have to look to God for our guidance and our direction and everything. It's in him that we move and have our being. If we are his children, that we are supposed to be obedient to him. The Bible says, children, obey your parents that you maybe live long on this earth. So the, your children growing up in Los Angeles, Liz, they better, your sons had better have followed your direction or they may not be living as adults today, right? Oh, absolutely. But somebody living in the mountains where they have to go out hunting for their dinner that um, their rules, what their parents set for them, the boundaries of where they can go and what they can do is different because it's a different environment. But if God is our father and we are his children, we have to follow his instructions. He set the boundaries of where we can go and where we can't go, what we can do, what we shan't do. He knows where he needs us. He says, Liz, you go and talk to those gang members and." Um, tell them they're not doing the right thing. Get them to um, talk to me and let me bring them into my presence. He would never send me in there, Liz. No way. <laughs> <laughs> it, and, and that's true. And, it, and that's what I'm saying. Each of us has to find our own way that we that we talk to God and how we hear God and um, and you know I think it's it's like um, whatever that is I mean you might just hear a person might say to you something and you might think about that something and then you say wow that's that's an important thing for me to know and you know, I've I've always been very honest about it. If bushes start burning and talking to me, I'm I'm going to have a nervous breakdown. 
I have to have something, you know, like a Bible study and read it or talk to someone and hears them say something or, you know, see a sign or something or read a book and read something in it. But, um, you know, I'm not a person who's ever going to say, I hope, I mean, you know, I, I just think that's very, you know, heavy duty for me to have to say that, well, you know, I was walking to the bus stop and God, God said from the fence post, you know, I, that's not going to happen to me. And yet in a way, when I was in a really horrible car accident, I really had a very clear message from God that if I wanted to go, I could go. And I said, no, I have two children I need to take care of and had a very nice chat with God and, and, um, chose to stay and take care of my children. And I, I think, you know, sometimes people don't realize that it's up to you to, like you said, it's in, in like it says here um, in Romans 14, to, it's up to, I mean, Romans 15, it's up to you to um, start building that relationship so that when it's really, really, really important, you're going to be listening um Whatever that means. I, you know, I think many people have had the experience of just um, saying, wow, I don't know why this traffic's so bad. I'm going to miss my plane. They miss the plane and the plane crashes. Exactly. <laughs> they, they, just think, they just think, well, you know, I mean, um, you know, left their keys somewhere and they can't find those keys for anything and then find out. 20 minutes before they got on the freeway, there was a horrible, horrible accident. They would have been in the middle of that accident if they had found their keys and gotten on that freeway. And yet 20 minutes later, they find their keys and they get on the freeway and they're annoyed because of the accident slowing traffic, but they weren't in the middle of it. And I think those are things that, um, that, that I, you know, people will say, well, how, how do you be so peaceful? Well, I don't know. I, I can remember times when I wasn't peaceful and I remember, and you know, now I'm more peaceful, but well, I think I- studying, I think believing, I think, you know, but um, I think each of us has to do our thing to start listening to God and. Well, I think. I think another thing we have to look at is we have to wait for God. If there's something that you want to get an answer from God about and you haven't heard from him yet, just wait. There's no rush. You're right. know, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter what it is that we look at. We look at the story of Saul. The reason why he lost his, his um, crown as um, king of Israel was because he was told to wait for the prophet to come and offer the sacrifice. And meanwhile, the enemy is mounting and he can see their large numbers and his soldiers are getting frightened and running away. And he decides that he's going to go ahead. Oh, I can, I can offer a sacrifice on this altar. I don't need to wait for the prophet. But no, he did need to wait. Sometimes when we don't hear a word from God about something that we're praying about the answer is wait yes and don't let anybody push you 
it 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 doesn't matter. You 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 mentioned, oh, should I get the vaccine or should I not get the vaccine? Well, is somebody putting a gun to your head saying you have to take it? If you're not certain certain whether you should or shouldn't do something, just wait and God will, you know, just keep seeking and he will, you know, the Bible says, seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. You know, sometimes you could be knocking on somebody's door and they could be in the bathroom, right? Yep. <laughs> well, I think there was a there was a minister that he used to say, God always answers your prayer. Sometimes you just don't like the answer because sometimes the answer is no. And sometimes the answer is wait. And that's that's what you just said. I think sometimes people will say, oh, God doesn't answer my prayers. Well, yeah, he doesn't care about my prayers. Well, yes, he does. But, you know, even with all the things going on in the world today, I sometimes just say to myself, you know, go do something fun and forget about it. God's in control. And, and you know, um, I I don't know why God's letting things happen or doing things or whatever, but I know that if if I just go in my garden and be with my animals in my yard, I'm happy or, you know, do different things that I do. And um, I'm going to be happy. And, and I think, you know, um, back in the 50s when they had the big thing with, oh, the bomb, the bomb, the bomb, you know, um, I think, you know, God has kept us from completely destroying this earth for the, you know, for these 70 years or 60 years or so since then. And, you know, I just know there's nothing I can do about it. And I'm just going to have faith in God. And I think that's the hard part for a lot of people is to say, just have faith in God. Mom, then, you're awfully you know, quiet. Like... <laughs> Go ahead, Liz. Oh, I just wondered if she's still there. <laughs> or did yeah, she she's sneak off on I, she's I think she's up. there. She's she's listening. She's listening. I thought I heard the Billy trying to come in while um, Kay was speaking. No, I I I kind of like see see the um, the point from that angle. So basically, just in the big I I that that passage of the Bible actually I I highlighted it from reading with it a while back. So. Um, that's from Romans 14 from verse 5. So, so that's a good one. I think from what I understand here is everyone's decision might be different based on what they talk to God about. Yes. And, and the response they get from God. Because it's not everyone is not receptive, receptive to... Um, everybody's not reacting in the same way when they take the vaccine. And perhaps if we all, if everyone spoke to God before they took it, maybe the people that had a negative reaction or died, um, 
may have not taken it. And then plus other things that are linked to it, so which I don't really want to go into, but it's just all those conversations and all the pressure around about what to do. And I just figured, well, you know, while you were speaking earlier, that maybe that's one thing I haven't done is ask God what he thinks. Um, all I've done so far is just, you know, go by what everyone else is saying and what I think. And it just dawned on me that I haven't actually asked God what he thinks. Um, I don't think yes. anybody has done that, to be honest. Amen. It's, amen. It's, it's just what Brother Mike had started off at the beginning, where he said that a lot of times he struggles with things in his own life. And then yes. finally, when he gets around to asking God, he's like, oh, yes. God, why didn't I even think of that? While he's yeah. down on his knees praying before he gets up from praying, that the answer is there. Yes. So it's just um, the mm. reality is that you've had a whole experiences of your lifetime. What your son, mm. Tabo, what you're experiencing in your life. What if I'm experiencing in my life, what Liz is experiencing hers, all of us, those experiences are preparing us to do something special that God created you to do that only you can do. And if we don't look to God and ask him for direction about everything in our lives, then it's going to be more difficult for us to get to the place where he wants us to be when he wants us to be there. Yes. I mean, there was a man in our fellowship uh, years ago that um, had to have a liver transplant. But while he was in the hospital in Richmond, that several people that were caring for him over those four months came to Christ. So you might say, um, before that happened, somebody might would say, well, why did he need a liver transplant? Well, does maybe he needed a liver transplant so that he could um, bring um, peace to those people that were taking care of him. That may have been his whole mission was to okay. save those people. Yes. And so, you know, some people, um, I know a, a young lady, she was in the hospital with COVID last week. And um, she recovered completely, but she was talking to people while she was in the hospital. Okay, well, okay. she. So we don't we don't know what God has planned for us. Only He knows. Yes, the Bible even says that He knows the plans He has for us. Yes. His plan, but His plans are for us to prosper. So, like Liz said. Whatever he tells us, the answer that he tells us may sound crazy, hmm. but it's his answer for us. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think, I think it's little things as well as big things. And, you know, um, I, I think it is one thing where, you know, people, they say, oh, oh, I, I have this one thing, so I'm, I need to go and ask God. And, um, but I know what I want. I know the answer I want. 
And if I don't get that answer, well, then I don't know that I believe in God. But at the same time, they might not be looking at the big picture of their whole day, you know, their um, people, their whole family and friends were going through life, doing all these things and, you know, um, getting through it with, with um, health and not being killed by, you know, by the bank robbers that were coming running out the door because God had told them, um, oh, stop at the store. So they stopped at the store. So they weren't at the bank when the bank bank robbery happened. And I think sometimes that to me is like when Case started out by saying the other, you know, that this group is saying, oh, you can only come to God or you should come to God with just positive things. I think we, I think that I would agree most of us fail to say thank you for the good things. But at the same time, just saying thank you doesn't mean that you can't bring the big things to God. And and I think sometimes if you know God, you're going to look at a problem and you know the answer. You just don't want to do it. <laughs> so, you know, some of those problems you don't need to bring to God because you know what the answer is. And, um, and I think that's the part is when you struggle out with yourself that I'm going to do the right thing then you you just do the right thing because you're not you're not every single time you're not struggling with the answers to say no I'm not going to do that I'm going to do what I want to do you just think well that's not the right thing so I'm not going to do it but then people say well how come your life runs so smoothly first of all my life doesn't run that smoothly and secondly I just turn things over more than you do. I do. Everything is not a big drama. And um, I think that's a part of it is, you know, if we come to God and say, oh, I'm having a bad day, help me out. Then it's a, if we have faith, say, wow, God really straightened out my day. Not one thing might have changed except our attitude. And, um, but, you know, I just think that. Oh, the, you um, said a, a very powerful word there, Liz. And that attitude. was drama. <laughs> oh, drama, yes. <laughs> that I think that to me when. Um, and, and Drama and attitude, but, you know, um we have to remember that Jesus made us a promise. He said, did he say you shall receive weakness when the Holy Ghost comes? What did he say we'd receive when the Holy Ghost comes? Uh, Power. Power. So we, and he said we are defeated or did he say we're more than conquerors more than conquerors so we have to we have to know his promises and realize that wait a minute stop the presses here that there is no drama there is no drama in our life that nothing nothing that that comes against us no weapon formed against us will prosper that there's nothing that is going to defeat us. 
some things may cause us to, you know, stub our toe, right? But, right. but even if we die, that's not the end for us. So there's nothing, there's nothing really to get upset about, really. And, and I agree. And I, I think that's a part of accepting that God, God has it all in control, even though that control might not be. I think it's the same thing you're saying. The control yes. might not be our our answer, but it's God's answer. And it's in the long run, the better answer. Because I think the world wants us addicted to drama. They want, they want oh. us to make a drama out of everything. And it's not necessary. No. Yeah. True. True. I think maybe it's time for us to uh, close this meeting today. Okay. okay. Um, it's... I think about, you faded out. <laughs> okay, okay, sorry. So maybe somebody can, you know, summarize and close us in prayer, please. I don't know whether my phone is muted or not. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you now. Yes. Uh, I have been sitting here thinking and actually praying, had a lot of things going through my mind. Uh, one of the things that I thought about as followers of Christ and leaning wholly and completely upon our Father is our daily routine. When we place our feet on the ground in the morning, our routine gets more set the older we get. When we get to the place where every step you take is ordained by God or you would fall, we will allow the things that are happening around and about us to cause us to swirl. We will come immediately to our center and our focus, which is Christ Jesus. And when our faith and our hope is put in him, we are not looking to the news media, the people around us, our saints and our friends. We go to him in prayer and we, we pray, and then we listen, and then we wait for his answer. And uh, that was one of my reasons for being quiet. I was doing what the Lord told me to do, and that was to wait, to be quiet, and pray. But I do know that he has a plan, and we will all win in the end, whatever that end may be. We have to have faith in believing where we are going, where we put our trust, where our faith is. And that's basically what he's been saying to me all while I've been quiet this morning. We can't allow the enemy of our souls to keep us swirling. He gives us, he gives us answers. He gives us direction, but we keep questioning it. Sometimes his answer is yes. Sometimes his answer is no. Sometimes he leads us to scriptures 
to see how well we're leading upon our own understanding of the things we have heard many, many, many times. That's what he's given me today. Amen. Amen. So I solicit your prayers. I solicit your support. Okay, I want to thank you for your time. For those of you who have been faithful, you know, supporting this work, for being involved, sharing these videos. Okay? Don't be, don't, don't, don't get weary. Don't be weary. Don't get tired. Your strength is supposed to come brighter and brighter every day. Okay? Keep pressing on. Share these videos with your family and friends. Start watch parties on Facebook. Go over these videos so your friends and family can discuss it. Okay? And continue to write us. Write me through Facebook. Write me through you know, the, the comment section here on YouTube. Okay? So I want to encourage you. Thank you so much for the way you've been supporting us. Thanks so much for all that you've been doing. We really appreciate it. Remember what I said, if you want to continue listening to us, you can order, you can always go, okay, to our website. You can see the online menu channels that you can get us through. Like I mentioned um, Apple's iTunes, I met Apple iTunes, I mentioned um, Spotify, and I think Google. You can also, you know, there are other platforms also through which you can hear us through audio, okay? I want to encourage you to subscribe to our channel and to, you know, hit the like buttons, hit the like buttons. I can't say that enough. Every time you watch these videos through YouTube, hit the like buttons. Now, if you're watching through Facebook or you're watching through some of the videos like WhatsApp, it's not going to show here, so you won't see a like. But if you're watching through YouTube, I want to encourage you. Or Facebook, wherever it is, I want to encourage you, hit that like button. Okay? Hit that like button. It matters to us. Okay? Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for everything that you've been doing. You know, by watching our videos, 